only thing better than watching TV is taking it personally. You guys, it's taking it personally. We just had a little bit of a marathon Andy's Girls recording. It's just a tight 90 minutes. Just a (laughs) tight 90 minutes focused on some possibly hot takes and a little bit of a we had a little re- a reading sash oh yeah big time we had a little reading rainbow. Mm-hmm. reading rainbow okay anyway welcome to this episode andy's girls guest co-host this weekend and somebody with i think a couple takes about southern charm which i am so excited to deep dive now you know her as a host writer and producer my ice pack from my herniated disc just dropped formerly at spotify decider and more well Welcome to Taking It Personally, Leah Palmieri. Leah, how are we? I'm great. How is your ice pack? It's okay. Okay, good. So I... It looks like a fancy purse. Is it not? Well, I feel like oh. that's, that's, <laughs> that should be... I mean, that feels brand consistent for the cloth. That yeah. like I should have an ice pack that looks like a clutch. Yeah. So I have these like herniated discs because I'm strained gluteal muscle mm. that um, I had a couple years ago and it got super, super activated and inflamed a couple months ago. And I was supposed to have really, really started rigorous physical therapy by now. And I have not done that. And then I keep accidentally doing these things like crossing my legs, which is so bad. And I really don't have... Have a core. So they need to recreate a core, which is what they did a couple years ago. They were like, here's your Tom and, you know, let's make you a core. And I just, I, I lost that core. So I have to have a core recreated essentially. But while schlepping onto the Amtrak in Rhode Island yesterday, um, making the journey back to New York last night, it was rainy in both Rhode Island and New York. And when I was going for the quiet car, which is the only car I will um, sit in, mm-hmm. um, I slipped and then I just almost like did a little bit of a Kyle split. Like I did like a 25% Kyle split and I felt my back. Like it's like I felt my back like make an S. Yeah. And I was like, your spine should not be doing this right now. It has other honestly job obligations that it should probably be pursuing. And then I just I knew I was fucked. And then I took a couple muscle relaxers and I woke up this morning and I was like, you are still fucked. Mm. Um, so anyway, um, my back's okay. How are so we? The ice pack's doing great. Ice pack's doing great, but a lot we of did, pressure on we it. We literally <laughs> did record for 17 hours for that episode. Yeah. And I have this little thing that I got on Amazon for oh. when I when I went to LA. I was like, I need something for the airplane seat. Yeah. So it's supposed to help your lumbar vertebrae. I don't know that it does, mm. and I unfortunately did cancel on um, a physical medicine follow-up appointment that I had. Again, a lot of this is absolutely my fault. Well, I think we've got our list of resolutions coming together quite nicely. Yeah, I just can't get any of the physical therapy places to call me back. And part of that issue is I'm not calling them, yeah, but yeah, I keep yeah. thinking they should be calling me. Yes. That sounds like my dating life. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my God. They should be calling me. Right? Yeah. How time. are we dating? What are we doing? Nah, we're just... <laughs> Nah. Nah. <laughs> <Just a> nah. <laughs> oh god. What well, what would we be on if we were on an app? Uh, Are we on any apps? Yeah, technically, but technically. I, well, pr- well, technically, probably not because you ever get that notification that's like, uh, "Hey, lady, you've not opened this oh, app, they know so not we're to not." Contact yeah, okay. <laughs> they're like, "You never really were." So yeah. like, uh, yeah, no. It's, so it's just a hinge. Yeah, mm. yeah. Tinder. No. Mm. Guess that's it. Okay, Cupid. No, no. Farmer meat farmers. Oh, haven't tried that. <laughs> I have kept bagel. a plant alive for two years. Does that have count you? as a farmer? Yeah, it does. Yeah, 
Then maybe I should be on that. What kind of plant? I don't know. Some one that somebody sent to me two oh years ago. Yeah, which was very nice. Um, and it's still going. It's really thriving, actually. Um, so that is sort of my only accomplishment at this point. That's line. a pretty big one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I got a plant from a farmer's market and I named her Sonia Tremont Morgan and she mm. lasted four days. And they said, this plant is the only plant that I can guarantee you will not fuck up. I think the issue was like, <laughs> I'm not, it's like I am intelligent, but sometimes I'm like not smart. And I don't know, I don't know how, like any life skills, let alone how to keep a plant alive. And it had like the the container had holes in it. So when I poured in water, so I had it on top of a plate, but I don't think that, I don't think she ever wanted to drink. No. I think it was her journey. It was her time. She mm. lasted days. Then this was not appropriately named either if she was not thirsty. Oh, you need to name your, yeah, you need to name your Sonia pl- likes to drink. So. I know. It was yeah, a you do have to name your city. Them, yeah, yeah. What's the name of your plant? I don't have one. Okay, great. We're doing a great job. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You should name them, though. Because I do feel like even when you go out of town and it's like, you know, oh, we got to make sure Barbara's okay. And like. Also, plants yeah. respond to like talking and stuff yeah. and singing and, and whatnot. Yeah. Well, mine does get some good music going. So mm. it's got that going for itself. I have been thinking about um, bringing an, a new family member home. Wow. Um, which is like when I posted, I remember, I think this is when I got Archie Bador, maybe PK, but I posted like a sonogram and it had just like a fish emoji inside of it. I'm thinking of, I want to get another fish. You feel ready for that? I think I am ready, but it's just so, people don't understand, like fish are really sensitive. Like the last several months of PK's life, it was weekly trips Mm. to Petco to try to troubleshoot, find solutions. I mean, I put him through... So dear, I mean, I really, and then it's like half or third water replacements. It's just, it's a lot of work. Yeah. He was in a five and a half gallon tank by himself with a lot of plants because we wanted to give my um, little gentleman uh, enough room to get his cardio. And so mm-hmm. he could explore in his little ocean, his little sea. And so I want to do, I want to do that. I want to bring another, okay. I want to bring another fish home. I support you. Thank you. I do yeah. have to note and acknowledge and honor the AGs who did so memorably name my fish son, Archibador Galley, and his brother, um, uh, PK, yeah, also known as Paul Kemsley, Kemsley Galley. So if anybody has any ideas for fish, I do believe I'm going to get a lot of Pedro Pascal. Ooh. Not inaccurately. Pedro, I think of him constantly. I have a little Pedro Pascal candle right behind I us. I see it. That I know this. sent to yeah, me from the coffee registry. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Made my day. Made yeah. my week even. Maybe the year. Possibly. <laughs> and what a year. What could it top has it? Been. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Speaking of things to celebrate and honor, as we approach the end of what has been an incredible 2023, we have to talk about Southern Charm. Always. So you have an interesting relationship to Southern Charm. Mm-hmm. You have moderated Southern Charm panels mm-hmm. at Bravo Cons. You have interviewed any number of Southern Charm cast members. All. All of uh, them. But pre this season. But pre- yeah this season Mm -hmm. um so what is your sense of things the temperature in the room when it comes to the current season of southern charm um it's a different season i feel like Mm. uh also by the way i don't mean for these to be hot takes but they are going to be hot takes just because of the nature of this show oh my god yeah which show southern charm oh okay yeah yeah well this one (laughs) yours as well i'm not an apologist for the men Oh no! <laughs> but I understand. But I am. But I. But I feel like I. 
yeah understand Austin a little bit. needs our support now more than ever Austin are you kidding me no Okay. Austin makes terrible decisions and he doesn't help himself. True. But I actually, one of the things that is interesting about this season is that I'm actually very proud of him in that, like, his silence is him actually thinking. No, dealing with this in a responsible way. Yeah. (laughs) It is. And, like, you know, when they're. (laughs) I do defend him. He. I shouldn't say I do defend him. I understand I where he's coming from. are actively doing yes, that right now. So why thing. are we pretending here's you haven't? When they're yelling at him, when they're yelling at him to be like, "Why aren't you saying anything?" and "Why are you just letting the girls fight?" and blah blah blah, him not saying anything is him actually doing what he thinks is right and not making it worse. Because we know, <laughs> we know when he talks, he yes. makes it worse. Yeah, I'm sure what he is trying to do is to protect the emotional safety of everyone here no, and not, not trying to get in trouble himself. No. I'm sure he's looking out for the best interest of Taylor and Olivia. I think it's him trying to not, he's trying to not make it continue, but it no, does he's, continue. He's filming a TV show and he's like, the spotlight is on them. This is a moment. You don't think so? He's feeling uncomfortable, maybe. I don't think he's doing it from a place think- of like, I'm, I'm here to fix. No, no, no. He's not trying to fix. He's just trying to not make it worse. Whereas every other season, he would stand up. He would interject. He would start yelling. And I do think this time that he's like tried to not get into it. And he's just sort of sat there and sighed and rolled his eyes and not made eye contact. He is. He thinks he is doing the mature thing by trying to just not insert himself into it again, even though it's all around him. Yeah, when I think of who is the symbol of emotional maturity and non-toxic masculinity, I, I think of Austin I don't think he's Kroll. the symbol of that, but I do applaud him for doing therapy. I do think the therapy is... What a low bar. I mean, <laughs> kind of. I do think the therapy is not making things worse. Wow. Uh, that's that, almost gross. Uh, here's, the, here's the thing. That, to me, is improvement. Actively trying to not make things worse in this scenario is improvement. I am looking at you with so much joy in my eyes because I did not ever imagine not for a single moment that you would start this episode with a defense of Austin. And it's just like, it's wonderful to watch. He's not the worst. I get that people think he is. He's actually not the worst. And so let us celebrate him for... I didn't say celebrate. Seemingly, if you believe Taylor inspiring her to lie about and sort of telling her she's not allowed to tell Olivia that they maybe made out or fucked or whatever and just to continue that but but when they're fighting as a direct result of actions and decisions that he made that had absolutely not a single thought of Olivia in this mind this person he cares about and wants to be friends with and he's so upset that she won't give him her friendship <laughs> that the fact that he's quiet in that moment because of fighting happening as a direct result of his behavior and it's not just the crime it's the cover-up heavy focus on both the crime and the cover-up in this situation the fact that he is silent at that point because he doesn't want to be dragged in and further punished even though everyone in the entirety of the universe except for you maybe has decided that he deserves it that's a sign of emotional growth i don't think he because of the exclamation point or the the dot 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 at the end of the sentence he wrote the sentence himself i won't defend the um but we'll defend him trying not to get in trouble for it. i i just think here i think here's what I, here's what i'm here's what i'm pointing out this i'm not defending wonderful him, episode but what i'm pointing out is that 
I am Monica. He's in not this regressing. I'm so happy. He's not it. regressing. He is trying to grow as a human. Is he? Yeah. Is what's the difference between trying to grow and trying to avoid responsibility? I guess both can be true. Um. Yeah, both can be true. Both can be true. He. The thing that I think he is the most guilty of is admitting that they made out even though the two of them said they weren't going to tell anybody that's the thing he's most guilty of not saying to taylor you should not tell your friend this we should continue to lie about this for several months no that's guilty he's oh, guilty okay. of okay. he's guilty of the like saying that and then betraying that crime in the cover up that's bad mm-hmm. um you know the thing that is at play here is that both of those women are grieving and they are taking their grief out on each other. Olivia grieving the loss of her brother. Taylor Correct. grieving the loss of her relationship. The end of her relationship with okay. Yes. And Not to compare or equalize, nope. but just to say these are women who are both They are both spiraling a little bit. Going trying to cope. through it. Trying to cope. Yes, totally. And in both of their cases, um, you know, Olivia more so, it's, you can't, your grief sort of is, you know, you t- when you're sad you take it out on the people that are closest to you because you know that they'll forgive you and i think like there's a lot of that going on between the two of them my heart goes out to both of them because both are dealing with shitty situations again not comparing them um but like Im- like imagine like in your 20s dealing with a breakup with shep i if a camera was on me i would be doing things that were yeah, I'd be asking how his dick is. Uh, no, genuinely though, I've done. I've. Tra- I wouldn't. I wouldn't be proud of my d- actions either. So I it's do- not even about proud. It's like, how realistic is this for someone after a bad breakup to be like, "Can we please have sex so that I can feel connected to you?" Still, a lot of people. Yeah, would be like, "Yeah, I have a hundred percent on that." Yeah. Totally, and so I, um. Find your way back. Find your way back. I'm watching you paddle. What was the question? It was like, what's the difference this year? Like, oh. what makes this? Oh, it yeah. Was, it was the shader so, of Southern Charm. Like, what's what makes this night different from all the others? I was having a um, conversation with a friend about this. Was your friend Austin? My friend was not Austin. <laughs> okay, but they really pointed out that what a character study this has been. And, and yes. I really feel like we have gotten deep into the psych- psyches of these people. Yes. And we're seeing how they tick in a mm-hmm. way that we haven't before. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you think back to the seasons of like, sorry to say it, Ashley and like people like that, where it was like there was drama every single week. She was doing something else crazy, like blatant, you know, um, actions that were like, whoa, this is nuts. She just said that. I can't believe that. Like there was always like something happening. Ashley um, Thomas's. Right. Yes. Right, right, right. That was tough. If you think about this season, nothing has happened. Nothing has happened. And yet everything is. I mean, exactly. And so I will also say that um, this is going to be the most controversial thing maybe that I say. Worst thing. Yeah. It's tied. (laughs) Shep's a great guy. What were you going to say? Shep, because he reads a book. We've we've gone to the Andy Cullen school of trying to make a guy look charming. Shep is. Has um, a subscription to Amazon Prime. Shep does read books. Great. He does watch movies. Wow. What a man. I don't think he's. Um, a gentleman, um, um, <laughs> oh, well. a, 
I'm not saying he's like a role model, but I am saying like he does kind of own who he is. Does he? Yeah. He's doing a great job of owning his anger by saying repeatedly over and over again, I'm not an angry guy. And then being the angriest guy you've ever seen in your entire life. I was proud of him. gaslighting all of us for being like, that didn't happen. I was proud of him for the first half of the season where he really did seem chill. Like he was like handling things well. And then we knew better. But he's these are golden retrievers. These are golden I've retrievers. I've never seen a really shitty assholey golden retriever that's like... These are golden retrievers fucked who... Fucked a poodle and then lied about it. Pooped in the yard, stepped in it, and tracked it into your house, but they still want you to play fetch with them and they want you to pet them. They don't... They should know better at this point, but I don't think they... These are not people who are setting out to be manipulative or terrible people. Who cares? Um, Intention matters to me. It does, but so does impact. And if you are the the like systemic sexism and misogyny that seems to be at in the yes. thread of not just the show yes. but their community and the country slash world at large, yes. And yeah. I don't mean to be like like uh, they're they're thriving off of this system. They don't want to break the system. Yes, of course, so, all of that. But they I'm seem really a- happy to be in it, and sometimes they're nice. I don't mean to be a patriarchal apologist by any means. Yeah, I don't mean to do that. I know. I just. Um, in my observations, uh-huh. have it's more palatable. It's like a gummy vitamin. Um, there's nothing vitamin like about these, about this. But it's just like easier to consume. Maybe it feels more refreshing because it's covered in sugar. Um, it's not. Maybe it's like a gummy. I don't enema? know how to explain this. Okay, in a way where like. <laughs> Like a Flintstone animal? The fact that Austin and Taylor made out. And I have heard from someone close to them that that is truly all it was. Okay. So Austin and I do believe texted you and said, guess nope. what, sweetie? Nope. I do believe that. This was the what controversial kind of, thing I okay, was Okay. What say. kind of making out? Like, are we talking about like I don't know rolling the around details. in the hay? Like, what? I don't know the full details I don't think it was just it. like pack on the cheek, but I actually do not think that they fucked. Yeah. I don't think they did. Yeah. I, but but who know Who knows? Um, also, I just want to say, I do really like Olivia, but I've never left a bra somewhere. What? <laughs> like, if I took a bra off, I would make sure to collect it and bring it with me when I left. And? Unless you're, like, dating somebody or something and you just honestly forget stuff or you think you'll see it again, right? I'm not judging her. I, it's just, this I'm just a sharing my <laughs> I'm just sharing my own perspective where it's like... I'm also somebody who's like, I need to have all of my belongings at all times. And so, like, it's, again, total not judgment. But I'm just like, bras are expensive. I mean, I know that doesn't, like, matter to her, maybe. But I'm like, <laughs> I would make sure I did not leave without it. Okay. It would cause me a lot of anxiety to be like, where is my bra the next day? Yeah. And I wouldn't want my belongings at his home. Mm. What were you That's saying all. before <laughs> Um, <laughs> truly don't know. Feel like I'm digging myself in a hole, but I stand by all of this. I stand yeah. by all of this. Yes, because what was the thing? We, we stand behind the fact that Austin has oh. grown and that Shep is. Uh, he has grown. Uh, Shep has not, but doesn't want to. And for me, there's something about that of like. At least he admits it. Like, I, I, there is, but there is something about that where it's like, but he doesn't admit it. What, I think he does. What is it that he admits? That he likes to cheat on his 
long-term yeah. girlfriend. He yeah. has fun. Yeah. Kudos to him for being as cruel as a person possibly can. If that was not If nice. your level of cruelty also involves truth, I'm not going to reward you for not lying about cheating on your girlfriend. You're doing the worst thing. Not only are you admitting that you cheated on this person, but the only reason you're admitting it is to make her feel bad. Yes, he's not. That's not. But a he's nice honest. Thing. Like, who gives a shit? He's not being on. He he's being honest. He's being he's revealing the fact that he's kind of a piece of shit. I'm not going to give him credit for that. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, you're showing yourself. And you're yeah. proud of it. And Wouldn't you're not going to you... suffer any consequences. But but don't you... Uh, to me, there's something about knowing somebody's a piece of shit. I'm not going to reward him. I'm not rewarding him, but I'm just Are saying... You? No, I'm saying okay. thanks for letting me know. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Thank you for letting me know. Okay. Good to know. Like, I'm glad that I am... A, I, you know that information, and now I know that information. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I... These... There's a lot of um, thinking with their dicks exclusively. Absolutely. And so that is, to me, that was sort of a uh, revelation of mm. when, once I realized, oh, that's what's happening mm-hmm. here, which I know other other people have certainly caught on to that. Mm-hmm. But that is almost entirely what happens there. And so I just think having that information also, does that not manage your expectations of these people? Here's my counter to that. Yeah. Is that to say that they're thinking with their dicks is not inaccurate. But also, don't you think that they're thinking with their brains and their brains are telling them, I don't give a shit about what my partner or ex or friend with benefit thinks. I'm going to just do whatever's right for me. I don't think that there's a brain dick disconnection. I think the brain connection is like they might be an asshole, which is close to your dick. (laughs) So that's nice. It's a real north-south conundrum. I feel as a people pleaser that Mm -hmm. I wish I had more of that quality sometimes of actually being like, this is what was best for me and I did it. And I think my probable issue is the fact that I very clearly, I'm too guttural. Is that like, while I am also, I think, a people pleaser, I can't stop myself from being honest. I am loudly. Always so concerned with how other people feel and, and other people's emotions you from communicating yeah and my thing is the reverse is that i I'll, I'll always communicate and then after the fact i'm like ooh, should i have said that thing i don't know i think people oh. are gonna have some takes yeah so we are exact opposites we are exact opposites. you're a taurus i'm an aries oh an aries what does that mean that everybody fire all, sign yeah mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm, that tracks mm-hmm. honestly i'm a gemini what does that mean <laughs> Women Geminis are the best. Male Geminis are Austin is a male Gemini. Oh, Um, wow, wow, wow. Austin is the same birthday, I believe, as our former president as well. So, like, that kind of tells you some things, too. Um, Yeah. So, anyway, Geminis are air signs. Um, We are... Are you talking about Trump? Yeah. He feels like a fire sign to me. Um, maybe his rising, but he is, he ruins the whole sign for all of us as far as I'm what's concerned. an air sign mean? I really don't know anything about astrology. Um, oh, so air signs are very Gemini's are very like go with the flow. Um, yeah, but they not- are also considered like two faced because of that. But it's more just because we're like Donald Trump does not give me even a little bit of go with the flow energy. He gives me like aggressive. Like, um, fire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He probably has a fire rising sign for sure. How if I but I'm not going to look into his no, chart because I, I don't do I don't even know mine else. honestly yeah. we'll do yours but okay. um so where was I on this, this is 
<laughs> such a chaotic episode. They are. I'm so happy with this. I don't think that they, Shep and Austin specifically, um, they're not flawless. But sometimes the hatred is like, just like a lot. But also they like suck, right? Their actions are not commendable at times. So what are we trying to communicate? <laughs> that they don't... I think the... I just think that, like, sometimes I just see the, like, hatred for them. And sure. I'm like... Yep, yeah, getting away from, like, the hashtag systematic bullying or, like, whatever people are saying on social. They entertain me. They 100% entertain mm. me. I mean, like, and the men never, ever change the, ca- change the cast. No, like, the men on this show are very good at so being good. on the show. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. This cast is perfect right now. Yeah. I would not make a single adjustment. It is spot on solid. Do not change a single fucking thing. I know that Hot Rod, although, uh, honestly, both rods are hot, but one rod has been on the show more than of yeah. the other. Um hot rod of olivia mm-hmm. and rod hot rod um not to be confused with the other hot sure. rod because again there are two hot rods on the show yeah but olivia's hot rod like does he really make sense in terms of like what is he giving to the story i don't know that i can answer that but i don't want him to go anywhere yeah like may- has he really like panned out as far as like does this make sense do we need this person on the show i'm, I'm gonna abstain from that but i'm gonna say keep him on because he is again let let us say hot well, there's the, like, Eileen Davidson of it all, too, which is, like, we do need a normal, boring person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I appreciate him for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, JT, I've loved his just incessant stirring the pot. I think that he is, I found him, you know, I found him entertaining in the work that he's doing. Le Petit Prince. hmm mm-hmm. I, um... The thing with him is, it's not that he has an Angie K sensibility, but I think that there is a a segment of the audience that just like sort of enjoys watching him maybe flail a little bit, but also have some good points, but like not really perform them terribly yeah. well within the frame of this specific reality TV universe that like people might deliver at a level of excellence especially the season of southern charm but jt kind of like you know he like kind of like stumbles a little bit he kind of like oh. fucks up a little bit and it doesn't necessarily always feel organic but like there's just something about him because he's not great at this yes and i also don't totally believe his intentions are as um well-meaning as how he presents them but i also appreciate him and he's he's you know what keep him keep him on he makes comments he stands up and yells. I love and it. And he does the Good things he needs to do to get it going or at least ignite a Madison or like start a fight at the table or whatever. And I love that the editors have shown that he's not great around water and always seems to like mess up and get water in his pants or whatever is happening. And so like they have included a sense of humor with him that has sort of like taken him. I don't want to say taking him down a peg, maybe humanized him a little bit more Mm. and made you be like, oh, this guy, instead of just being like, why is this guy always like inserting himself? And so I felt I think they found the right balance with him this season. And yeah, keep him. Keep him around. Who knows? Him trying his level best. Um, Again, who among us to just, God, visualize into reality some sort of mutual flirtation (laughs) between himself and taylor versus the thing 
is it? I don't know. I I, I can't judge I'm, her for doing the thing that every single person does or has done. Yes. Most people, okay, where it's like this person is giving me attention and maybe I like it or maybe I want to be friends with them and I've made peace with the fact that that's something that they're okay with, that that's enough for them as well. Like who among us Truly. has not participated? And from one side or the other, you've been the JT or you've been the Taylor. Honestly. Oh, who I've among? I've been both. 100% I've been both. <laughs> and also 100% I've been both. He's somebody who's not like, um, that's the right kind of guy that you want that attention. You don't want that, but like you're you, fine with it. I don't think he's probably that. I, I want to know more about like lessons he's learned from his marriage and stuff. I don't know what I he would, would like, to like in a relationship. It, or maybe it's he looks better because again, you're you're the standards are Shep and, and, you know, God's yes. gift, Austin. So like, yes. he's going to look better. It, look, Taylor needed a friend this season. She needed at least one ally because she's yeah. pushing everybody she one, away. But, yeah. And so she needed one. And I'm glad they gave her one because again, I don't think she's a terrible person either. I just think she's going through it. And like, she's, she's really made some bad She's mistakes. made terrible errors yeah. for sure. But growing pains. I, again, with this show more than any others, Mm -hmm. and maybe this is a character flaw of mine, but Mm -hmm. I go by intentions rather than actions sometimes. And I know that that's wrong. But I do. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Because because you're like, no, no, we know you do. Because again, it's, you're right about Austin and Shep specifically, of Mm -hmm. like the actions are... While the intentions might not be to hurt anyone, there mm-hmm. is also definitely a thought of like, mm, oh, well, I've done it before and I'll do it again. I can't worry about other people's feelings. So that's not a great intention. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing me with free samples. Astapro is a first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. It delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Living in New York City is not easy. Just ask Sonia, trying to sell that house. There are so many mornings where I wake up and think, oh my gosh, I'm having the worst cold of my life. And I realize it's actually from allergies. When my nasal allergies flare up, and that happens when the season changes and the temps get a little warmer than they normally are, I use Astapro, and I'm amazed at how fast I'm back in the game. And that game is looking for Dorinda on the Upper East Side. Astapro always has my back and nose. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. In the words of Meredith Marks, when it comes to that week, week and a half before my period, I wish I was disengaging. My PMS is off the charts. Truly Uber Eats needs to check in and say, it's about that time, isn't it? I know it is. The cravings are crazy. I want to crawl out of my skin. 
Now it's easier to manage PMS with Estro Control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony and Estro Control, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For AGs who are friends of perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause, Happy Mammoth has Hormone Harmony. It's not just a supplement for women going through those stages. It's also become a phenomenon. Women can't stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ANDESGIRLS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code ANDESGIRLS for 15% off today. I'm engaging. Conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roe.co slash andesgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andesgirls. Sign up today. I just came back from the salon, and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. (laughs) Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time (laughs) with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier 
when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze anti-frizz cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. Bleak. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is sometimes the um vitriol Mm. i don't know that the vitriol matches the actions or intentions conversely the vitriol coming from the members of the cast i think that vitriol is entirely valid i I don't follow yeah yeah what people are telling austin on social because i don't sort of follow what anyone is saying about anybody who's a bravo lab on social it's just not my journey that's not like something that i i don't have to i don't bear the responsibility of taking notice of that because i am not you shouldn't by the way Great. Well, I'll continue to do the thing that I don't do. (laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't, because I think that's um, your opinions are so you and I won't I don't want them clouded by the Internet's opinions. But also if someone like calls him a dick, oh, my God. (laughs) Don't I do that on a platform? Like, what am I going to criticize when someone's like Austin's a piece of shit and they're saying that? I, I mean, arguably, I've said so much worse. Yeah. I also can we give a shout out to Katie Kroll too, his sister. Sure. Because she is the best. And she calls him out on things. Great. And and she is great. Awesome. Love yeah. that. Love that journey for yeah. her. She's Just great. Want to give her a great person. Like, she is great. Love. Yeah. You know what I started thinking about while you were talking about Austin is do you remember that poster that I think it was like in every maybe not guidance counselor, but I definitely saw it a lot in mm-hmm. life or maybe movies where it's like the poster of like a set of footprints. Yeah. Or maybe it's just like in a lot of chicken soup for the soul. And I went through entire um uh sets of chicken soup for the soul. That was like my number one book growing up. Like I read like Hemingway short stories and chicken soup for the soul when I was a tween. Um but you remember that like little photo or like poem or whatever? I'm, I'm really setting this up perfectly. Uh, I already like where that. Where there's like a footprint. chicken soup for the soul has is you don't anywhere. The no, no, uh, oh. I do. Okay. But that it's in any way going to tie to Austin. But continue. Do you remember that like photo or phrase or whatever? Again, doing God's gift, which is connected to what I'm about to say, of like the footprints in the sand, and it was like. Um, I, someone was carrying me or whatever, and I didn't realize it was God until we like hit yeah. the water. Like I'm yeah. forgetting what the phrase mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, But people yeah. at home, you, you know we what know I'm talking this. about, where we it's know. like, I feel like there's a little bit of a comparison here where it's like, oh, I don't see that second set of footprints, but it's because like Leah is carrying Austin. Like, like you are, you are supporting him and you are not in a neg, not in a negative way. Am I saying you're God? I'm not not saying that. Oh, I, I am saying that. Yeah, like, okay, good. There's something. Yeah. There's something about like, you know, like I I needed someone to help me in this time. There's something like 
honestly kind of lovely about the fact that you are looking at these guys and you're like, you know what, they could they could use a little bit of support right now. There is something to be admired about that. Thank you. That is me. <laughs> Jesus. But here's what I'm going to say, because I've also thought about, like, am I just living in a patriarchy? And like, why do I why do I why am I the only one defending them? <laughs> the thought has crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. Um. I've had I have had very like I've had personal interactions with them that have yes. shown me that these are not complete and total douchebags. A uh, separate from them worrying about me writing something negative about them. Like that was not they were not thinking that. And yet they still were we'll use the word loosely but true gentlemen. Great. Like there was manners. I believe that there. <laughs> I believe that they have manners and that manners exist, and they're probably like lovely people to interview and chat with and grab a drink with. Like, I'm not denying that. I'm just looking at how they treat the women they are close to in their lives. I think they treat people out. It's such a. It's such a. It's a much lighter lift to be like, oh, let me be charming and funny and interesting. Yes, I'm not denying that that exists. I'm just saying the focus of this show is about how terrible these guys are, <laughs> and they hit it out of the park every time. So, like, if you go to drinks with Austin and he's lovely and you're drinking lukewarm trop hop and wondering why it you know tastes like Aquafina like you're gonna have a great you're gonna have a great time with him I'm sure he's charming I'm sure that Shep is really charming hopefully before he's had his third glass of whatever when he seemingly from what we've heard becomes like a real true piece of shit like I I am sure that these guys contain multitudes it's just so interesting I mean, like, do we I don't I don't sort of focus on that. I focus on like what they're showing us, right. which is that they have no interest in doing the right thing in the moment because they don't care. It, that's not their version of right. Like what is allowed versus what is right is very different for them. And what is allowed is to treat women like shit versus like looking at their own behavior and taking accountability for that. They are the victims every time. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not saying they're. I'm not saying I'm right. By the way, I just have a hot take. I don't. I don't get the same victimness from them. You don't from Austin specifically. I think that they. Madison. I think that they are in I the love when he's like touching his underwear. Sorry. <laughs> He's 100% fucked or at least cheated in some way on his girlfriend. He's like, Madison! Because it's her I fault that she found out. It's wonderful. Um, I think they work on technicalities more than I would care for them to. Of like, we True. work together and it's yeah. like, okay. But They're not the only ones doing that. But No. I forgot what we had said before. Okay. Yes. I think that they um, often find themselves in the eye of the storm that mm-hmm. they have created mm-hmm. and then wonder, how did I get here? Even though, like, they know. But, like, it's, to me, it, it comes down to, like, you are a dumbass more than anything. Mm. You're being a dumbass. And I can't, I can't. I would be shocked if they disagreed. I think they would be like, yeah, I'm a dumbass. And the reason that we have this show is that they don't want to change. And they don't have or to learn. They're not in a seeming community or certainly cast that would um, 
reward them for changing more than they reward them for simply existing. I think a lot of the sentiment towards them, though, is people are very angry at Justin Timberlake. And Justin Timberlake is a perfect symbol of rich white man, punchable face. You know what I mean? Like, I get, we can take a lot of our anger out on Justin Timberlake because he's there. And I feel like people think, feel the same way about some of the men on this show. And that's wrong because... It's not wrong. Oh. It's not wrong. It's just, are you actually mad at Austin? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm also are mad you- that Justin Timberlake did the sort of... I, I, you can't get me started on what okay. Justin Timberlake did to Janet Jackson. I also let's not He's start on him because he's such a piece of shit. I love See, how I'm getting, You do well. You're making a bad choice. We need you to not choose about this better. Janet, not the Janet stuff is a a totally different conversation. But suit and tie, great song. He's yeah. a bad. Yeah, he's manipulative. He's a piece of shit. And he's gotten away with stuff for years. Here's yes. the issue. Is yes. that like people look at a, a, a well of anger and they say it's too much anger. Mm-hmm. We should not be this angry. We should not express ourselves in that way. They're not wrong. But the reason that a lot of people seem to be uh, hearing anger or feeling like this is a sea of anger is because for many people post Me Too, Me Too or just at this point in time in history feel like their anger is being um, uh, respected and it's being heard Mm -hmm. in ways that it didn't used to be in ways that women who were upset because a man was mistreating them they would be blamed for it they would be made fun of they would suffer professional maybe uh professional consequences for that that women were always blamed and now there's been a little bit of a pivot so because maybe more women's voices are being heard maybe in addition to that there's more anger being expressed but it's not to me just a game of catch-up it's just the idea that like our our feelings are being heard or validated or seen or whatever else. But it doesn't mean that that anger isn't deserved. Yeah. There might be more of it. It might be louder than it wasn't yeah. than it was before. But it doesn't mean that it's not deserved. I agree. I agree with that. I just think sometimes we're taking our anger of like the Austins in our lives out on Austin. Kroll. Sure. But aren't we doing that with anybody? What's the difference? Um, in a in a way that this feels um, more visceral. I agree with you. I totally agree with you because I do think that there is like a gut instinct when I see some of their behavior where I'm like, I 100% have experienced not only that, but the ability for them to be rewarded or quieted or a man at a table saying hush. Like, yeah, yeah. That has happened, that has happened yeah, yeah. more often than not. And that is... That can enable or inspire a person to maybe take it out on Austin and Shep, but it doesn't mean that they don't, to me, deserve it. They're still doing that behavior. Is Is it their responsibility to bear the weight of other relationships people have had with people that Austin and Shep have never met before? I don't know. Has that happened? Has that system been used against women for however many years? Yes. So, like, are men not? allowed to be treated terribly and sometimes face consequences larger than their oh, actions no. yeah no. like this is god forbid they feel uncomfortable yeah. god forbid <laughs> so, you know what i'm saying like god yeah. forbid uh-huh. something happens that doesn't 
that does, God forbid, the punishment doesn't fit the crime. Like, welcome. Yeah. Like, great to see you. Yeah. So are is it representative? Are people maybe being unfairly punitive toward them? Like, 100% entirely possible. But the flip side of that is that it, it's, it exists at such a huge level for women that it's like, yeah. you Fair. know, join the party. Fair. Because like, what's the, should we not express our anger? Then yeah. what is that, what is that, con, what system does that continue? What, cause what system does that support? I would argue it supports the Sheps and Austins of the world. Should we talk about Craig instead? <sighs> we should talk about Craig, but I'm not quite ready to okay. talk about Craig. Okay. Um, but I will say that never in my life, maybe will, <laughs> did I imagine. Because I've, I've heard people say like, I love Craig. I love Craig. Mm-hmm. And I thought like, more power to you. I don't totally get it. But like, God bless. And he has given us, he's the reason that um, Benifer is back together. Like, yes, he should be credited for that, even though his behavior at that reunion was psychotic. But like, he's, his, his delivery is off, but his information is, is not. And that is a thing that has been true the entire time he's been on this show. And he's 100% been a brat. And he's, you know, like lied about things and like not been emotionally mature, whatever else. I mean, welcome to Southern Charm. Yeah. He is, he has created such a space in my heart where I like think of him and I just like I blush I (laughs) I and it's one of those things of like what what about his behavior three seasons ago that's what's so interesting about Craig that's what's like so I would argue important about Craig is that he's actually grown Mm -hmm. so at what point are we just holding his past against him versus saying how ungodly is it almost that a man in this cast has been able to do what Craig has done. And even his conversation with Paige this week, where he's, which was like a little, it was a little candy, it was a little produced, but I was like here for it anyway. What of, um, you know, you helped me become a better man. And now I know that I'm going to be like a hashtag stable genius, regardless of whether or not we don't work out. Mm-hmm. And him saying like, I could let you go. I mean, and his hair, it is just, he, there's some, I would get a pillow for the office. Yeah. You yeah, know, you like, should. I really should. I'm yeah. going to add that to the Clawfist Registry. Like, yeah. I there's something about him that feels pure and charming. And I I don't think Shep and I don't want to use Labrador or Labradoodle or Golden Retriever with them. Yeah. But I would 100% say that Craig, in the best way, is the biggest compliment is like the Golden Retriever we need and deserve. Like, he is going to be there with you. He's going to support you. He's like kind he's like funny he seems loyal in the ways that are right he's holding these men accountable in the moment Mm -hmm. not just in a confessional which he's also doing in the fuck excuse me in the (laughs) fucking moment my tummy is on fire like that is unbelievable to me he is i love him i don't care i love him i love him yeah no he is the best and he has figured out a way to become, he went from being sort of like the butt of the joke yeah. to being funny on the show. Like the things he has said in the last few episodes have made me like laugh out loud. The way he's like, we're with a bunch of exes. And so like, this is going to be crazy and everyone's going to be fighting or whatever. Mm. You know, he said it in a funnier way. But mm. like he said a lot of things that were just like observations and he's sort of gone with the flow and um, he, he carries the light. He does. And he can sit there and laugh at things when they deserve to be laughed at. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves gossip, which we love to see. He loves gossip. A dream boy. Between him in that way. and Austin, those two are the biggest gossips 
Oh, yeah. They I could see that. They love gossip. Yeah. But one gossip. of those two is someone that I am charmed by when I see the the glimmer and the the glory in his eyes when he sees people fighting and he's just so happy. Yeah. He's just so happy. Yes. When he gets information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Austin, his eyes are filled with dread when he sees people fighting because yeah. he knows it's coming from no, him. But <laughs> so. in, you know, like in a world of Austin's, you know, like try to be a Craig. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about the women and I do want it to be an equal mm. opportunity for Funny sure. <laughs> um, so, wait, wait, can we just go back to Craig for one yeah, second? Yeah, always. Has he, because the thing about Craig that I love is like how angry it makes Shep to see that Craig is no yes. longer the butt of the joke and that Shep could always hold against Craig the fact that Shep came from family money and like he didn't need to work necessarily and to watch how that is turned against him as Shep has gotten older of like, this is why working is is good. This mm-hmm. is why having you don't have to work at a nine to five to find um, a mission in life. It can be through charity work. It can be mm-hmm. doing any number of things. Like the the benefit of that is the potential to maybe Craig. Yes. But the flip side of it of what you don't want to do is to end up in a position. This is also like parents coddling their kids, which doesn't have to be financial. It can also be emotional. Is like you want someone to want to live an independent life. Mm-hmm. You want someone who maybe has a family trust and. Maybe Maybe that's like supports your endeavors, but that when you don't have goals in life, when you don't have a driving force moving you forward, you could not always, but you could end up like Shep, who used to take relish and joy in dragging Craig to hell. A lot of that's deserved, but look at what Craig has done for himself and look what Shep refuses to do. I mean, it's it's it is fascinating. I think it's somewhat of a parable. Like, don't you think? For sure. And again, you know, Craig's from Delaware. So like, I think for Shep, it's a badge of honor that it's like my family has money. For Craig, it's like, my family worked, and I'm going to work. And What's like, Delaware got to do with it? Because um, he's not he wasn't born and raised in the uh, uh, in the Charleston kind of mechanics and society yes. of like, do you know who my family yes. is? Yeah, he yeah, came yeah. into this yeah. town. He wasn't born and raised and celebrated yeah. inside of it. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah. Um, shout out Delaware, by the way, doing a great job. Yes. Great job. Great job. No, for real. Give me more Craig's. (laughs) Um, yeah, if you've got more there, let me know. But, um, Craig has an amazing team around him that help him with sewing down South, but Craig shows up at that damn store and takes the pictures and meets people and is actually happy to do so. Like, I don't think he looks at this as like, ugh. like he doesn't look at this is like, well, I've already done this. So like now I just want to sit back and like enjoy it. Like he likes to work. What has been said about my king, my husband, my president, Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. by some of his friends in interviews is the fact that he sort of relishes in a great, healthy, lovely way when people kind of notice him and are mm-hmm. like, you know, you're the best or to ask him because he experienced he was struggling for so long that he understands respects and he's appreciative of his newfound celebrity like that this is a guy who's like seemingly consistently nice to people and um everything else and he understands what it's like not to have this so he's appreciative of it i i feel a little bit of pedro in craig in Mm -hmm. that he understands the flip side of that and he's appreciative and respectful for the of, of the fact that like these are the people who are supporting me and enabling me to grow a quite literal pillow empire literally i heard he chooses the patterns still oh i'm sure love it love it because also he's somebody who's 
I'm talking about him like he's Estee Lauder. Yeah, like, I, I'm he's like, somebody who... Can you believe he's still... <laughs> he does. <laughs> okay, this. But he is bratty enough that if he had to go to that store and see those pillows and he didn't like it, he wouldn't... That wouldn't... He wouldn't like that. He would be very annoyed well, about that. being you know a good business mean? person. Yeah, so he... I think the things that are in that store, he believes in. God. And it's like a pillowcase of a sailboat. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. I honestly... It, what he has done is like... It's great. It's great. And what he's doing on the show right now is fucking great. I, with the exception, and I don't even, you know, it is what it is, but I don't think anyone has taken their Bravo show and catapulted it into a business, with the exception of Bethany, the way that he has. Has anyone had as much I mean, success? LVP. Um, yeah. Other franchises. LVP. Heather's done a pretty good job. Yeah, but but she's also. Heather Guy, I mean. Um, LVP. She started LVP. off as a success. She she didn't have Villa Rosa as a result of Housewives. She came to the show with Villa Rosa, and also she sort of kept it in the Bravo universe too. Teresa's you know what I mean? had a really successful career. I think those cookbooks. Whereas, really- like, Sewing Down South exists without Southern Charm. Not maybe as well, but does it? it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's supported, but it's not required yeah. that the show continue with him on it. I mean, there was something like Paige I really like on Southern Charm in a way that I haven't necessarily on Summer House, mm. but I, admittedly, I'm a full season behind the most recent season, but I did watch the reunion. But there was something she said <coughs> at one point that annoyed me and she was like, I'm going to fuck this up, so I apologize. But something on the lines of like, Craig is like the most important or the most pow- pow- popular Bravo Lab of like all the Bravo Labs. Where I was like, is that true? And I didn't like the way she was using it mm. sort of as a weapon. But I'm like, you know what? He's pretty fucking influential when it comes to Bravo Labs. Like, he's got a pretty powerful fan base. There's a very approachable quality about him, too, that yeah. like, you know, if I saw Dorit, would I feel like I could approach her? I don't know. Like, I might be, like, a little bit intimidated. Would you want to approach her? I mean, yeah, you probably would. Yeah. But, like, Craig, do you remember? This is even years before, but I remember BravoCon 2019. I was leaving with the um, uh, guys from GLAAD. We were going to go uh, grab a little Turtle Time Kiki and, like, deep dive. Last night, super late. I saw you. I know. Oh, is that I, where we were getting to? It was okay. winter time. It was yeah. so fucking cold. And I turn behind, and I see you and, like, Craig bundled up. Yeah. And I yelled down the street. I was like, Lee! <laughs> like you guys were going to grab a drink or, uh-huh. or a bite or something and i was like oh my god craig let's take a selfie and it's just because we were still in BravoCon mode uh-huh. and i mean there's a difference between uh-huh. doing this with bravo Lebs and anybody yeah. else and i was like Cra-. and you could see the look on his face where he was like do i need to do this photo like and he just probably had an exhausting day and he 100 percent did it and it was like a super cute photo with him i'm gonna post it if i can find okay, it yeah. in the um episode uh art for this um kiki and he was just like so nice yeah. and he's always kind of been that guy i don't know if he has the look in his face of like do i have to do this though he I, definitely doesn't yeah like no no i meant in that moment because yeah. i'm a random stranger BravoCon <laughs> is literally done it's well past it being done we are walking to some hotel bar to like have a little drink ski and i see you and craig well after BravoCon is done on the streets of new york it in was after winter Luan. time it, it was, was after, after Luann, which, she which was, we survived yeah it, it was later <laughs> than we thought it was much, going to be it was yeah. a very late start i yeah. did not um I forget who gave me tickets to that, but like I didn't sit in the audience. I was mm. at the bar the entire time, oh. just watching the wonderful, wonderful environment of attendees at that point, turtle timing many, many times over. And it started way, way, way late. So we were just shooting the shit at the bar the entire time. And it was 
awesome. Yeah. It was like so funny. But I mean, I really pulled him and I was like, Greg, no, no. like it was so rude. I was just like a, a bore, honestly. And he was so lovely. And he came and took the photo, which yeah. he had to like walk half a block because I was shouting like he, he um, not in a way that was like. I mean, you know, I wasn't like a complete troll. I was, I was no, it, it was on like, but he was 34th lovely. Street. Yeah, like, it wasn't he was like, lovely. he was yeah. lovely. The point of this being is that he, he's a guy who I think understands his celebrity and almost and respects the people who consider him one in ways 100%. that maybe other people uh, do not. Many on other that people cast, do not. other people. I know uh, what would you're talking be about. Not and as, we're not gonna, yeah. Would be not as amenable. But he, the, I don't know if you remember this or went to this or give half a shit about this, but they did for the first winter house season. So that was like two years ago. A premiere party? It wasn't a party. It was like a, a hot chocolate truck or something. Yes. Do you remember this? Yeah, I didn't go. Um, And the cast came. It was a cute idea, though. It was I a didn't cute go, idea. It was outside. They had like a couple different tr- trucks, maybe. Yeah, and it was like Soho-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. like on a uh, cross, like a intersection Oy. that was very dangerous. Oh, not great. Yeah, so I needed a few more barriers, but there was like a huge line and I went for work to like, I needed to get a couple quotes and a couple things for social and whatnot. And... He was my last person that I needed. And I was like, hey, can I just like grab you for a second? And he was like, yeah, let me just finish this first. And he gave his attention to the people in line that Love. were there waiting for That's that. very Before rare. he talked to me. And I was like, I just want to get out of here. Like, I was like, ugh. But I respect and appreciate that so much because like that 30 second interaction with them means so much Mm. and i said to them after i was like i'm so sorry that i interrupted like i did not mean to you know i didn't want to take away your time um and to me that it was you know that's a lot that shows a lot of character on his part and um even though i had to wait i appreciated that he did that (laughs) and i don't like to wait (laughs) cute he's so cute yeah also, I love him and Paige together. I actually think yeah. it really, really works. It makes a lot of sense. Do you think that they're going to get married? Um, I don't know because of the mm. reality TV of it all. No, oh, because of the reality TV of it all. Yeah. No, that being said, I mean that because... I, what I do think is healthy is that they both did the sh- their own shows before they did shows together, before they got together. Um, but, you know, there's people love them, I think. People mm-hmm. love them together. That seems to be the vibe. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't want the reality TV production, you know, element of it to create any strife that they don't need. They already have the distance against them. They already have, you know the internet and all that happen though i feel like the cast isn't like really coming for them no well but i didn't understand on this season of southern charm why there was two references to page cheating like where is that even what is the point of that that was so it's so strange to me and it was shep right shep did it and taylor did it so again the two of them probably chit-chatted and made up their own theories you know pre-breakup or post i don't know but like to me i was like would know right um because he's cheats so often well <laughs> like maybe he's like i don't know i don't get i don't get i 100 to don't. me it just felt so stupid yeah and i'm just like why would we even put that in the universe that makes you look bad to even say like nobody needs you to say that it does it's honestly a compliment to Paige. um 
if you believe, as I think we both do, that she has not cheated, it's almost a compliment to Paige that like Shep can't pull anything real out of his ass. So he has to use a lie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. or a rumor or whatever, because mm-hmm. that's that's a compliment. That's that is the difference between Paige and I would argue any guy. Oh, in that show. Some well, of the ladies, whenever those accusations come mm-hmm. up they both are just sort of like whatever because it, it you know i think yeah if you start to get defensive then maybe there's something there but those two don't even entertain it so like how can we make this work like she moves maybe to charleston if that is a journey she is interested in taking and maybe they keep a place in new york like could they could they do but like there are people this is the whole thing with that scene with madison and her hot husband and craig and page of like you can make it work and travel. And I understand Paige saying, like, it's not something I can do. It's like, can we get engaged if I still live in New York and I have no plans to move? I mean, you want to have the conversations of how is this going to look in five years? Mm-hmm. Like, is this something that we're doing at this chapter in our lives? Or is this how you would like things to go forever? Because there are married people who are happily married or happily partnered or happily long-term committed who don't live in the same apartment. You know, like any number of modern love pieces have been in the Times yeah. about that. Like, people get to choose the life that they want to live. I just don't know that that is the life Craig wants to live. And I don't know how this works if Paige does not want to live Craig's life, just just in terms of real estate. Um, in my mind, they live here in New York. I Why doesn't he live here? Because he has the Sewing Down South store in Charleston. Couldn't he commute? Wouldn't that make more sense for them to both live in New York and him commute? And his team is there. And so, like, when he has to do actual work, like, it's there. I know he likes New York. Um, and I think he likes being here. That makes so much more sense to me. And so... As someone who absolutely does not live his life. <laughs> like, couldn't they do, like, a summer house thing, except instead of summer house, it's, like, him living in in Charleston, where when Southern Charm is filming... I don't know what their filming is like. I don't know if it's six months or ten months. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's three months. So I don't know what that would look like. For, but he's more based in Charleston when he has to film the show versus when he's not. Well... He's based in Charleston, and I think they figured out some sort of travel situation for him coming up here yeah, and her going like, down there. Yeah. And it is, it's a very quick flight. Is so it's, it? oh, How it's like it's... a little bit over an hour, not even. That's wild. It's very easy. That's awesome. Yeah. Like it feels very like this is my summer house. Like if you mm. could, you could get there quicker than the getting to the Hamptons. Yes. Um, so to me, it feels, and I don't know what she has going on outside of summer house here on the weekends to live in, in the summer. New, which this isn't me just saying i don't want to use the word just or have that come off in a way that i don't intend like i think she she's a fucking new yorker she wants to live here you know i think both can right. bend both are bendable like but i think the focus is on page needing to bend versus craig needing to bend you know yeah the other thing that, like, I don't know, should I, I mean, I'm putting this out into the universe. Where is the joint Giggly Squad and Pillows and Beer tour? Because they're both sort of doing tour dates and live shows Ugh. separately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, they should do it together and then no. they could do bigger venues. Okay, sorry. No, I'm just I think thinking about Giggly it with my business. I, I, would my mind. I would think, I would assume, not knowing the numbers, that Giggly Squad is more powerful than Pillows and Beer and more popular. And they don't, Giggly Squad doesn't need these guys. No. I think the guys need giggly squad more but i'm saying but so they as can a, travel together yeah, uh-huh yeah. yeah i i just think those it's like how many tour dates are they doing a year i'm sure like a healthy amount but not enough that would um 
help their decision making about where we're going to live by like Craig joining her. I don't think that's necessary. No, but it's just to me, it was just like a. Mm. Can I, you I imagine if you. <sighs> the, <laughs> I don't those, know. The, uh, I don't. I'm not as familiar with Giggly Squad, but Pillows and Beer does very well at their live shows. I'm sure they do. I just think that Giggly Squad is. I think I believe that Giggly Squad is a more powerful yeah. platform and show. Yeah, which makes me so happy because yeah. I want to see women be number yes. one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we should probably talk for a minute or two <laughs> about Taylor and women. Olivia yeah. since we have focused the show entirely on the guys. One thing I do want to say too is that Madison is doing her job this season. In Madison a way is that, fucking killing. Yeah, it. she's. This is the right balance of Madison 100%. that we need. So and I. Love shout it. out to her for and that. I love that she's succeeding I love that like Craig is charmed by the fact that he and Madison are now friends I love that that's like an adorable moment between them and she's fucking killing the game and she also you know had moments where she was like I appreciate Taylor for like having a yeah. meltdown because she's not internalizing it she's like you know I, I think Madison has been having a spectacular uh, season and um, I love her on the show how do you feel about her and Austin chatting great Oh, okay. Yeah, because five minutes later, she's like, you're a fucking idiot, and you're the worst. And yeah. he's like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. Great. If How do have- you feel about Vanita this season? Um, I-, I know that we were going to go over the reunion looks. I don't know that oh. that's really the time or the place. But I thought <laughs> Vanita, because <laughs> right, this is a nine-hour episode, I thought Vanita's reunion look was, like, fucking incredible and, like, chic AF and the tights and the dress. And I just think she looked so fabulous and can we do it quickly because i do want to just yeah everybody looks great um, yeah that i mean that is craig the, is beautiful craig looks gorgeous this austin with like the smoking Maroon jacket yeah great. i'm into they it they killed it southern charms madison did great very yep, maryland vibe very maryland southern charms reunion looks as a whole are at a bar so much higher and more elegant than anything i've seen on housewives which is not intended to be elegant but like, this is great all cr- like always or just now just right now okay because like, i was gonna say it's not they've no, not no, no, always killed it the like, way they are no 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 this versus what we've seen on some franchises just this season it's like it's they all look classic and it's it is a little bit demure i thought it was fascinating that taylor and olivia both uh, wore red yeah olivia looks just she is just so stunning um taylor is too i i'm into this dress i thought taylor looked fantastic um shep like Looks I don't great. know if this is a James Bond yeah, audition he's, he's or what. A moment. But, yeah, he's trying to smile. But I'm into it. He's trying. And we're, guys, we're PS looking at um, our pal Best of Bravos. Yeah. Um, IG post. She's posted all of them. Uh, Vanita looks fucking incredible. Yeah, always. You, you, I mean, it's like giving me like a little Audrey Hepburn moment. Yeah. Like she just she looks great. And Leva, great. Leva's still on the show. What's happening? Yeah. I mean, she, she has Southern hospitality, understand. so she's got other stuff going on. But, but shouldn't she yeah. be more on the show? I wish she was. I love Lava. Why is she not on the show? I just don't understand it. Why is she not invited to cast things, or is she invited and she can't attend? Well, like, well what the fuck is happening? I th- I think it's more of a I'm all set or dealing with Southern hospitality or like actually doing that job because she does that job. Um, that doesn't make sense to me. And also, I think she's friends with them, but I don't think she's like close enough yeah, to be she, in the middle it feels of like all of this. She's at a different point in her life. She's got a stable, settled life. What's the last? Um, who do we forget? The dudes, Le Petit Prince. Yeah. Who you know? Not mad at it. No, no, they all look good. I mean, he looks like a little. It's giving me a little like uh, coat with what could have been tails. Like he's giving me a little bit of like a he's. He's giving like smize, trying to do fuckable energy, but it's also like sort of a Victorian esque lapel, um, <laughs> and the hot rods. Yeah, both yeah, hot rods the hot are rods. there. Yeah, I I truly was stunned by the looks because I wasn't. 
I've not seen this level I know. from them before. But honestly, it feels like, you know what? You guys deserve this. You're having such a fucking... It's Southern Charm, this season of Southern Charm is... I know this is, might be wild, but like it's it's giving me everything I've needed for the year. Like it's a year year's best, like best of the year season. I really think it's it's so good. It's so entertaining. When I think to myself like, oh, there's a new episode of X Y Z to watch, and I hear Southern Charm, I'm like, yes, I'm gonna have so much fun. It's gonna make me so happy. They've the the show to me, the show is the best when it's fun. Yeah, and when they're and big. Yeah, fun and big. Yeah. And so I'm glad that there's been humor mm-hmm. to it. So much humor. Yeah. Um, Olivia and um, what's her face? Taylor. Taylor. I'm sad to see them not be friends. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, she done fucked up. Yes. And this is the thing that people don't want to hear. Because they're like, why is she getting all of the upset and all of the blame and not Austin? Why is Austin not getting yelled at more? You know, like, why is the focus on Taylor's behavior? And I get it. I totally appreciate that critique. But I think many of us believed that Austin, apologies, trigger warning, was a piece of shit. So to find out that Taylor would do that thing, it's just one of those things of like, sometimes you just don't have as much... They're just the surprise of a man just treating a person like shit yes. or, or or not being um, lying or being manipulated, whatever else. It's like that. Yes, that absolutely did happen. And he was the one in the relationship. But she was also in a relationship with Olivia called a very close friendship. And when a friend hurts you in that way. Yes. For some people, it's just going to to cut deeper and differently. I feel bad for the two of them mm. because. In different um, ways. In different ways. Because. Look at me feeding. I don't even know that you agree with that. Well, in the same way, because like, okay. I, I there's a part of me that really wants to say, what did you expect getting involved with either of these two bozos? Which which are the bozos? Shep and Austin. Oh, okay. Um, But then there's another part of me that very much is the, it's different with me. And yet you still get hurt. And so I feel badly for both of them that this has affected mm-hmm. their relationship and um, all of this drama. And I hope that there is a moment for the two of them to, even if they're not going to be besties again, to mm-hmm. say, why are we even indulging these men in letting this get between us in this way? Let's truly just move forward. But the problem here is like, it's not really the men. Like, why are we indulging in this? Let's move forward. It's like, why would you move forward with someone who treated your friendship in this way? And then you're like, never going to be after that your way meltdown again. is on the phone with someone who turns out was her brother saying they weren't even really together. You're like invalidating not just your actions, but the behavior of the other person is saying like she was essentially questioning why Olivia was so upset. That's like the exact opposite. Less. Why are we why are so many of us assuming that Taylor's learning a lesson from this? I, yeah. I don't know if she is. And I, um, no, I get exactly what you're saying. It, w- their friendship will not be the same, but this yelling and hurt is helping no one. And I think it is actually helping Olivia. I think, it, I think, um, externalizing it and saying it and expressing her frustration and upset, I think that is helping her. I think that is, I think it is a coping mechanism 
that uh, might be really tough and might feel like too much, but I think it also is not undeserved. Oh, um, I would and I understand agree that, with that. I understand that people have every right to disagree. Every right. I totally get it. I, I see what you're, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Going through this process, I think is probably, if not cathartic, then at least like mm. feels justified for her maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but by saying it's helping no one, I mean, I don't think, I, I don't see them getting closer to a resolution or a truce or something like that. Right. Like, are you, we're getting through all of this anger and frustration in the hopes that we can build a friendship. I think that that was probably Taylor's thinking and Olivia's thinking is not that. That's something that fucking Rod said, Hot Rod said. Yes. Um, one yeah. of two Hot Rods yes. said that, um, oh, fuck me. I like attempted to write it down. Um, um, like shutting it uh, that oh no this is a different point he was he was talking about shutting it down like that taylor wanted to end the conversation versus um uh olivia's perception that she was demanding forgiveness that is a different point Mm -hmm. not disconnected but i think that taylor's thinking i just have to like kind of get through this to get to the other side and she believes that the other side includes her pal olivia and olivia's like there's no other side yeah it's scorched earth Mm -hmm. like i'm not interested in doing that thing and also like i gotta say i did not love and i get again taylor like spiraling post breakup i'm not saying that in a way that is uh said to criticize her just feeling a sense of like chaos and being dysregulated potentially but um just because like everything's it's just not the life that she thought she was gonna have and just like everything feels chaotic i totally can uh, appreciate that but the way she was like let me invite myself when olivia is meeting up with her friends after this terrible loss in her life and the fact that taylor doesn't understand why olivia might not consider her a safe space really annoyed the shit out of me Mm. i was like you gotta and I, I don't know. I, I, that's a question for Olivia of how does it feel? Did it? Did you want to see her? That's really a question for Olivia to answer. But I didn't think it was inappropriate for Olivia's friends to be like, this is not the right time. Because it's constantly minimizing how Olivia was affected by this. And I don't love that energy. Mm-hmm. Also, Taylor did see it as an opportunity to really like prove like, no, I want to be your friend. Like, I get that. But it's like, you know. Austin was the one also that said, like, maybe don't. Oh, did he? Didn't he? He, pr- he might very well may have. feel like he did, but maybe I made that up. And then also Austin being like, well, this, she keeps contacting me. I don't understand. It's mixed signals. Like, LOL, first off on mixed signals. But yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people do. Like, look at, at Taylor and Shep. It's just like, you know, and especially in Olivia's position, dealing with the grief of such... um an intense loss in her life and yeah. such a sudden loss to try to figure out like what makes her feel good is it, it might be hot and cold because she might try she might be trying to figure out in real time mm-hmm. what makes you feel good versus what makes you feel safe versus like what makes you feel ready to like take on tomorrow let alone yeah. today um but that fucking moment this is when i was i was doing some like video while i was watching for ig stories and when taylor brought up olivia's brother i was like fuck me yeah that was i just started like sort of yelling at the screen like no like you didn't it was giving me sort of the energy of the last five minutes of the 
um, last episode of the VPR mm. reunion when we're hearing that they stripped in the bed while Ariana was at mm. grandma's funeral. Like it just was one of those things of like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 don't do this. Don't yeah. make this choice. What do you think she was trying to do in that moment? I don't think she meant it to be as devastating as it was. That's the thing that she's not realizing about Olivia right now is that Olivia needs time and space to be like, I don't want to say become herself again or become whole again or something like that, just to get her shit together and to feel stable. Yeah. Yeah. Grounded. Yes. Grounded instead of stable. Grounded. Olivia needs a lot of time for that. And to continually have to confront this episode of this, you know, betrayal that she's experienced is fucking upsetting. And she's not in the emotional space to deal with it in the best way. And Taylor is taking it very personally. And it's not not personal, but it's not as personal as Taylor's taking it. I love a double negative. Yeah. I really do. I love them. It's They're so fun to say out loud. Olivia needs time. And I think, like, I get that this didn't jive with um, filming schedules. But I do think if Taylor took a step back, chilled out for a bit, and wasn't, like, in Olivia's face trying to prove what a good friend she is, I think Olivia needs space from her more than anything and not the constant reminder. And so I think that that would have let Olivia cool off about this specific instance in a way that maybe could have opened her up to some repairs. But I just think she's in a place where she's just like, I can't deal with this and I'm being forced to, and it's not going to work in your favor, Taylor. And the thing that I think is really tough to understand is that like Taylor isn't owed forgiveness. No, she might not even be asking for it at this point. She might just be asking for like, the hot water to just kind of boil down a little bit and to just understand that there's maybe it's not about moving forward. It's just about moving on. Um, you know, forgiveness, you, a person can, can, can forgive another person for a a bad and a poor instance of behavior and decide at the same time not to move forward in friendship. Like you can do many different things, but it's not, it's not required nor guaranteed. Yeah, Taylor just, I I get why Taylor, I'm sure, misses Olivia and wants to be her friend, but she's, like, trying too hard, and it's like, She's just trying a lot of different things at once. Yeah. Because she's just in a, she's just in a real tough spot. Honestly, she really is. And then, like, Shep's over there at the end of the table, like, grimacing, because he doesn't want people to express emotions that aren't (laughs) TLC, love and light, but... You know, they're doing that. At least the women on the show are expressing anger, frustration and rage. And I really respect that. And I appreciate it. Yeah. And I'm glad to see it because I think just my two shekels. I mean, ideally, we're choosing between more than just the two. But I would rather to have someone get it out. It might be terrible, but it doesn't mean you're not going to experience terrible in another mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Just like get it out of your body and your system. Um, And again, I get Taylor being like, you know, she has gotten it out, but she, she just keeps getting it out. You know, like I yeah. I can completely understand that. But also, fuck, man, I, I don't know. Just sometimes you just need a goddamn yell. Yeah. You know, like t- Taylor yelling, I got, you know, because he's just, it's just, she's just emotionally exhausted at this mm-hmm. point. She feels like she's mm-hmm. been run over multiple yeah. times. Yeah. And that's not a fun feeling to have. And it might not feel fair. It might not feel. It obviously to Taylor doesn't feel deserved, but yeah. fuck, like that phone call after was not good. 
No. It was not good. Yeah, no. I mean, again, it's... Yeah. It was just... It was honestly, it was bad luck. Yeah. That it happened. It was And she was just trying to vent. And sometimes when you vent, you say things that are just meant to excuse your behavior because that's how our bodies work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. is like... And maybe she also believes it. Maybe... And maybe a lot of that is stuff Austin fed her of our relationship wasn't real. Yeah. We were at a different spot. And maybe, God forbid... God's God's gift. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, America's sweetheart. Like maybe he was telling Taylor and Olivia different things about Olivia and Austin's relationship. I mean, I don't think Taylor was coming up in conversation a lot between Austin and Olivia, but I could 100% see him minimizing uh, their relationship, maybe to Taylor, maybe also to himself. You know, it's, yeah. it's that sucks. It's just a it's a shitty situation. But fuck, man, it's a great, great season. It's to me like, you know, when I get that, it's much easier to sit at home on my couch and think this too. But I'm like, Taylor, like, if Olivia's not going to hear you because she's in the room next door, then she's going to see this on television. And then it's just going to be a fight in six months. But you don't want somebody thinking that because then the show ends. I don't want someone being like, oh, my God, what can I say on camera? Because it's going to come back and bite me. You're also filming so much. At a certain point, you the hope is that they forget the cameras are there. Oh, which is I mean, a very I don't know real if they've thing. Ever seen the cameras? These right? People. I know. God bless them. They, <laughs> they, are they didn't. So they had no idea. They're and we we deserve and we appreciate <laughs> and we pray. I mean, yeah. um, we've been recording for seventeen hours today. I'm so Amazing. thankful for your time. I thank also you. uh, really just want to thank you for your humor in um, my feedback to some of your thoughts. I um, because your we're friends, so we can we can say things to each other. And we, which I, I expect you to, as I've repeatedly told you, <laughs> I expect you. To. And there's very little that you are presenting to me that I haven't heard from others. So I True. get that I am not the I'm the exception and not the rule on some of my opinions. I didn't know they were super controversial, but glad to learn I don't know it that today. So. I don't think that they're controversial. And I also think that people can agree with both of us or yeah. disagree with me and agree with you entirely. <laughs> disagree every, with both truly, you have every right. It's yeah. this isn't a competition yeah. of of who's right because it's all perception. It's all a perception and interpretation and experience that forms yeah. our opinions, which is is always so fascinating to have entirely different takes and obviously i think we can both agree justice for janet jackson really <laughs> got fucked and is that it's tr- no matter of hulu documentaries or whatever the fuck is really going to get to the heart of what she lost so um just shout out to janet and uh, if you haven't listened to rhythm nation recently um maybe you should and um i was about to say something but it's going to involve a um element of technology that oh. so predates my absolute spiritual 20s age plus energy that I will keep that to myself of when I got one of her records and decided to get it in a certain format which because I thought it was never going to be gone and guess what we no longer use those things um listen I loved recording with you thank you so much for having you're such a joy I highly recommend that people follow you on social and stay abreast of your doings and your continued work in the um pop culture Sphere. Sphere. Sure. Uh, which we love. We love a sphere. We, we love, love a sphere. sphere. We love a circle. We love a round. We love a other love word. A full karmic cycle. We love a, <laughs> we love signs. Yeah. We're a, so are you, would you say you're like a Southern, what is it? Something rising, something like floating. What is it? It's your, your rising s- sign. What, yeah. No, what's the whole thing? Like I'm a Aries, blah, blah, blah. And yep. a blah, blah, blah. And a blah. I know one of the I'm words a Gemini, is right. 
sun. I'm a Gemini I'm a sun. Cancer rising. Cancer rising. And I'm an Aries moon. So in what are you a Southern charm sun? Ooh. Salt Lake City rising. I don't know what any of them mean, so I can't do yeah. mine. But like, do you have one for yourself? I would be you. Ooh, I'd have right? to really think about this because I wouldn't want to get it wrong because it says everything about your personality. Well, I mean, that's why um, gut instinct, right? Mm-hmm. Little Gemini? In this world, yes. I would say I'm a Gemini. I'm a I'm a Southern Charm Sun. Okay. I might give myself a Potomac Rising. Love. Um, What's the other one? Moon. Moon? I would either be... There's a part of me that feels I'm a below deck med moon. Good. Love it. Yeah, Make I a choice. Honestly. Yeah, I might go with that. There. I love it. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I guess astrolo- does astrology change? Can that, can that, can those change? No, no, no. Those that's based your, on, that's yeah, based on. Okay. Those are based on your birth <laughs> okay. time. So unless your birth time changes. I was about to do the whole AG catchphrase of normalized changing your mind based on your information, but it sounds yeah. like astrology doesn't necessarily meet um, up with it. Yeah. No, you can't really change your, your signs, but. Well, um, people can change their following by following you on social. And where can they do that? I am on Instagram at little leap love. And you guys can follow me on Instagram. And th- are you on threads? I am. Love. Technically. Okay, great. Yeah. We love a technicality. A um, yeah. <laughs> I am also uh, on Instagram and allegedly threads at Dame Galley and join the Andy Scrolls Patreon. Number one way to support the pod, get exclusive bonus episodes and so much more at patreon.com slash Andy Scrolls. Thanks so much for all of your help and support and keeping this sassy little train a chugging right along a choo-choo and also before we end because i can't believe i didn't say this on ag classic there are a couple people who i've been like introduced to in my life where i've thought to myself years after that was a really great introduction and one of the people i'm so so thankful so so fucking thankful i say this in the office to have been introduced to was our pal tori healy lisi of Mm -hmm. studio piccolo Mm -hmm. who i was introduced to by you she was a. I knew her as a Bravo holic and and uh, interior designer. She conceived and created and took over the office and thank God also the rest of my apartment and was such a fantastic introduction and someone who has made such an incredible positive influence on my life. So I just want to thank you as a connector because that was a I am so appreciative and thankful for that intro and people aren't thanked enough for like some of those introductions. So I just want to thank you. It was a really, really excellent introduction when I really, really, really appreciate. I am so happy to hear that. And as a Gemini, I love introducing people to each other oh do you is that a is that a gemini i think so i do it all the time or try to do it all the time because i do like people coming together that i believe um should and so yeah i mean i'm sitting here looking at her beautiful work and she's a real gem so she is a real gem is she a gemini tbd she's not she's an aquarius okay actually i don't know what that means either that's also an air sign so that's why we're friends i wonder if it's a sign of aries energy that i like truly don't know anything about astrology you know what i'm saying that like it's just our yeah, interest possibly. is not yeah. necessarily in that yeah. um so shout out to tori and the clawfish and the holidays and everything else thanks so much for listening <laughs> to this uh episode and we will chat with you soon bye-bye Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. 
Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.